get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line right now and the sporting director for St. Louis City SC, Lutz Steel, along with the commissioner of MLS, Don Garber, are with us on Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Gentlemen, with Michelle Smallman, this is Randy Carriker. Thanks so much for taking some time and good morning. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great here and uh, it's great to chat with you. This is Don. Well, Don, uh, first question goes to you. How taken aback were you by the progress that St. Louis City SC has made in regards to the stadium? Well, you know, I've used this uh, expression to say it's both uh, shock and pride. (laughs) You know, the shock is just how how massive the project is, how much work has been done in such a short period of time. I mean, this was a major undertaking going under, you know, a major highway and and in essence, kind of rebuilding a portion of downtown. And the pride is just uh, what this is going to represent for the city of St. Louis and for the club and for Major League Soccer. So uh, there, there's a lot of enormous uh, momentum, and, and we're really excited about it. One thing that has to be really attractive, Don, about the stadium is the location, where it is downtown. And I know that St. Louis City SC has made it a point to say that they're part of the neighborhood and they want to attract people and make it an all-encompassing experience. And I have to think, if I'm sitting in your seat, that makes it attractive for people outside St. Louis, that they're going to want to come and not only check out the team and watch their team play, but have a great time and spend some time in St. Louis as well. You know, it's, it's such a good point. You know, you think about pro sports and the major leagues and, you know, the downtown stadium for, for you know, the hockey team and for the Cardinals. It is part of the of the community, and, and people just know they're going to go to a game, they're going to go downtown, they're going to go to a bar or a restaurant. You know, we're building uh, stadiums and our league brick by brick and having to come in as the youngest uh, major league now just in 26th season. And, you know, you're almost starting from scratch and developing these facilities. And it's very important for us, like the other league, to be part of the urban core, to be, you know, a, a part of what the city can uh, turn to with pride and say that we're we're here to kind of raise the aspir- hopes and aspirations of people both in town, but also in and around the region. Uh, so, so far, so good. The soccer Don, the commissioner of MLS, Don Garber, with us on 101 ESPN. And Lutz Fon and Sia. Lutz, how are you doing this morning? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good. And we want to get to Don, and you gentlemen heard we, us talking about right off the bat how uh, St. Louis City SE wants to get kids so involved in Lutz. I know that's been one of the big projects for you early on is building a, a youth program that's supported by our MLS franchise. How is that coming along, and what's the response been like? Yeah, I think the whole community system so far really started off well. You know, I mean, the big goal is to really uh, have the community players uh, slowly moving towards becoming academy players. So we're really starting off now with our satellite locations. We're starting off with the community programs. And 
I think the way we are received out uh, in the community, and and I believe that the soccer community is is is, is not just uh, uh, our people who are involved actually right now in the organized game, but we have to be literally everywhere to to promote a beautiful game and. And I think to go to schools, to go to different locations, but also have the different clubs uh, involved works really well. I, I always feel welcome wherever we are. And I think it's really important to create this relationship with everybody in the soccer community. And Don, as other teams around MLS perform the same way as they build youth programs, how does that manifest itself for the franchises 10, 15 years down the road? Your, your league has been around for uh, 25 years now. Are, are you seeing the, the interest of young people that you have had in camps being realized in ticket sales and in interest? Well, you know, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, there's really two facets to this, you know, and Luce is very focused on ensuring that, this great soccer city with with such terrific uh, competitive history could have a, an, an organized professional pipeline that could connect the clubs that already exist and uh, put them under the umbrella of MLS Next and create a more uh, structured environment to be sure that America, through our clubs, is develop, are developing better players. And in the next five to ten years, I think you're going to see uh, more and more American players performing at the highest level and starring in their local teams and then even performing for our national teams. And then another byproduct is, is fan development. I mean, obviously we know with all the leagues, there's a deep collect connection between participation and fan avidity. And the more that we can get out and have our teams and their brands embedded in the community, the more that will uh, pay dividends as it relates to creating a generation of new fans. Speaking of fans, I think the biggest challenge for St. Louis City SC fans right now is patience. Everyone is so excited about this team. Can't wait for the first game to happen, but that's a few years away. And Lutz, I know that you are really focused on developing the foundation of this club and developing the academy, but a lot of fans ask us, so I want to present the question to you, when will the roster start to take shape and how does that process look like? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the professional setup when we when we kick off in 2023, I think you, you can't really do everything on a short notice. So we definitely will focus a lot on building the roster already in the in the course of 2022. So my main focus will be, uh, I would say, January, February, March 22 to really get uh, really detail about who will be on the market, who will be can sign early as early as possible, and using now that year of uh, of 2020. One, to really focus on the youngsters, but also figure out what young local players would actually fall under the, the project homegrown players, which we really can already uh, get involved into the pro setup. So um, we're very excited about that, but we definitely want to have a, a longer kind of uh, focus on the transfers. So I believe that the roster building will be a big part of 2020. And Don, it seems like, especially with the success that Atlanta enjoyed in their inaugural year in 2018, it seems like it's not unreasonable to expect a team to be competitive early on. Not that it's going to happen that way, but you have given your expansion teams a pretty good opportunity to compete early on. You know, it's a really good point. You know, remember, we're in an international market. So when you expand, it's not just adding one more team into the existing market and, and in essence, diluting the other teams to have players on your roster. Here there'll be some of that where 
uh, teams will will have to not protect certain players, and and City will be able to select from that pool. But also, you we have an international market, and and Lutz will be going out and scouting players in countries uh, all over the world, and being able to uh, hopefully make the decision. So I think that's what happened in Atlanta's case. You know, their star players uh, primarily were ones that they scouted from abroad, and they came in with a mix of existing MLS players, and uh, that that formula worked pretty well. So. Yeah, we, we, we want our new teams to do well. Every business, obviously, has been affected by COVID-19 and the pandemic. This one certainly being delayed a year. What have been the biggest effects on MLS because of the pandemic? Well, it's the obvious ones, right? We, uh, like all live uh, event businesses and ones that require, you know, direct interaction, restaurants, theaters, and the like, you know, it, it had a real challenging uh, impact on us financially and and organizationally and, and managing through the operational decisions that we needed to make to get our players uh, back on the field as quickly as we could after we suspended play in March and getting into the bubble in Orlando. And then after that, you know, five-week period, getting back into our markets at the, the latter part of, of 2020, uh, you know, health and safety protocols that we had to figure out as we were going along uh, and all of the things related to managing labor and managing relationships with our corporate partners and media partners. Uh, but we're at the outside end of that, uh, as you all know, and we're optimistic about where things are and getting fans back into stadiums all over the country. We're still managing our Canadian teams. They're based here in the United States for the time being. Uh, but we've got, you know, bounce in our step and, and optimism about what the, uh, the latter part of 2021 is going to look like. And Don Garber, one more thing. As you spoke to us during the previous iteration of trying to get an expansion team here, and then obviously during the, during this process, you mentioned that you've always wanted to be in St. Louis. You used the word pride right off the bat. But how exciting is it for you to see this vision of yours now being there with the stadium going up in St. Louis? You know, it, it feels great. And, you know, as you know, you expect me to say it's a shared vision, right? Uh, we we always believed that St. Louis was a great soccer city, and I said at a breakfast earlier this morning with some business leaders, you know, when you when the league launched in '96, it's hard to imagine that St. Louis wasn't one of the original cities, just simply because of the history and and the depth of support for this uh, game at all levels. Uh, but we needed a great ownership group. We have that now with the Taylor family. We needed a great stadium plan. We have that now with the downtown stadium project, and we needed the corporate. Uh, support uh, that we have uh, deeply, and that's now uh, uh, kind of moved into great fan support. You know, fifty-five thousand individual ticket deposits, which is a remarkable number for for any pro sports team. Uh, so we're excited, and uh, I've got a you know a lot of optimism about what this is going to look like over the next year and a half. And you made a good point, both of you, that you know there is still a year and a half to go. So the team has got work to do to engage with their fans, create more and more touch points uh, that uh, will allow them to connect with both those who are existing season ticket deposit holders, but also new fans both here and throughout the region. But I've got confidence in them, and uh, I think the best is yet to come. Well, we're very excited about it, and we appreciate you joining us, Commissioner Garber and uh, Sporting Director for St. Louis City SC, Lutz Von and Steel. Gentlemen, thank you so much. We do appreciate it. Have a great day, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thank you very much. Enjoy it. Thank you. Take care. Uh, the commissioner of MLS, Don Garber, along with Lutz Fadensteel. He is the sporting director for St. Louis City SC. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. 
Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Letfio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Letfio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects are injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.